Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to Speak On It. History and genealogy conversations with Janice and Shara Connor. We invite you to join us on Thursdays at 8 p.m. for an engaging exchange with us and our special guests as we cover various topics regarding history, genealogy, and your personal family history stories. Hello, I'm Janice Gilliard. And I'm Characana Feliciano. Welcome to Speak On It, History and Genealogy Conversations with Janice and Characana. Thank you for joining us, and please be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Today, we are joined by our guest, Dr. Evelyn McDowell. Dr. Evelyn McDowell is an Associate Professor and Chair of the Department of Accounting. Dr. McDowell is also the President of National Society Sons and Daughters of the United States Middle Passage, a lineage society dedicated to the memory of enslaved and freed people of African descent. Welcome to Speak On It, Dr. Evelyn McDowell. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I am so honored to be on your show. I've listened to it, and and uh, every single episode that I, I have had a pleasure to listen to has just been amazing. So I'm just honored to be thank here. Thank you. Thank oh, you. I love to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> so we'll get started, um, you know, with the first question. During your career at Ryder University, how and when did you discover um, that the Van Cleve Alumni House was named after Benjamin Van Cleve? And can you share with our listeners a little bit about who he was? Sure. Um, well, you know, you know I, I'm trying to figure out the, the, the exact time I, I learned about, um, about this history, but I do recall a learning that, I mean, someone just telling me in passing that Ryder was situated on top of a once plantation. And, you know, it was, it was pretty amazing at that time. I remember them telling me this. But mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't until we actually, um, uh, I was called to be on this, this task force um, called the History of, of Slavery um, and, and, you know, on, on Ryder's campus. So we, we were... I, I was asked to be on the, the on the um, task force, and then then we kind of found out, you know, that he was a slave owner, um, you know, to what extent that he was one. So mm-hmm. we, um, I'm trying to again, I'm just trying to think of, some, uh, you know, the exact moment, but um, it, it it kind of evolved over time, and um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I, I, you know, just a, it's, it was an evolution. Let's put it that way. <laughs> right, right. And can you oh, share no, with, uh, yeah, who he was, yeah, yeah. a little bit about who Benjamin sure, Van Cleef was? Sure, sure. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, well, um, Van Cleve, uh, Benjamin Van Cleve, was born in, in 1739 and, um, in New Jersey. Uh, he served as a Revolutionary War soldier. He was a captain and a major. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, was, he, he was also a um, legislator um, he, in, in the New mm-hmm. Jersey legislature. Uh, he was an assemblyman. Um, he was a speaker. Uh, he was a justice of the peace at one time. He was a judge. Um, and, um, you know, he, he was well known at, at his time for being, um, uh, you, know, a, 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 you know, a servant in terms of, uh, you know, his servant, servitude to his, his state, um, right. and, which brings us to um, the servitude, of, unfortunately, of, of the enslaved people that he held. What I thought was interesting, you know, during one of our previous conversations was that Ryder was on, you know, we're focusing on the alumni house, but knowing uh, you shared with us that Ryder was actually a plantation, I thought that was interesting. I mean, with history, you learn something new every day. Moving on Mm -hmm. to our next question, in one of the articles we read when the task force was formed in July 2020, Ryder University President Gregory Bellomo said that to continue honoring a person, Van Cleve, while also living in ignorance of such appalling facts as Van Cleve's ownership of slaves is simply no longer acceptable. And, you know, then there's the question, what were the appalling facts? Well, you know, um, there, there were some other facts that came out. Uh, we, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough, uh, enough to have the um, historian uh, for the area She's also uh-huh. a faculty member, and she is also the um, uh, associate dean at Ryder. She's she's a, uh, the co-chair, and she had uncovered some facts about um, how he supported um, uh, some local people in the area as they, um, you know, murdered a young woman, and he supported them, bailed them out. Um, but for me, the wow. biggest the biggest problem was the fact that he was a, a slaveholder, and um, to me that was that, that was enough um, for us to, mm-hmm. to really move forward to put his to, to take his name from um, the Van Cleve House. Right, and he was also like a staunch, you know, he wanted to have increased restrictions too on the enslaved, you know, so he oh, was yeah. very stubborn in it as well, which is yes. Yeah. Adding support in wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and there were a number we of times he well. voted. Yeah, I'm sorry. They said that Van Cleve, uh, his final vote on the issue dealing with slavery, like he just constantly fought, you know, like voted against mm-hmm. freeing people. You know, that was the other part of oh, it that yeah. was interesting. Right. Yes, absolutely. But for me, like I said, I, 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 as soon as I found out he was a slaveholder, I – I, I knew in my mind that you know it, was, right. it would be very very difficult to keep his name on that on the house. Um, as a matter of fact, he actually lived in a portion of that house, which is interesting. Um, but the house hmm. has been remodeled, and it doesn't look anything like uh, that. You know, it looked when he lived there, but a portion of the house that he actually lived in is like in, inside that house. It was built around this newer house that you see was built around the, whatever the framing of the old house. So that, that's interesting. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. 
That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know you well, and we've attended several talks and presentations um, where you've shared to correct historical narratives, right, especially with the topic of slavery. Can you share a little bit um, with our listeners about the history of slavery in New Jersey? Yeah, you know, um, you know, as you mentioned, you know, I, I am a uh, accounting professor, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so some, someone might want to know, like, how did you get in history? Well, um, you know, it, it, it turned out that, um, you know, I always had a love for uh, genealogy. And if you like genealogy, if you love the genealogy, you, you know, the history is just right next to it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I started to um, – I, I changed my my research focus because I wanted to do more with genealogy and working with sons and daughters, which we'll talk about a little later. And so, um, you know, I, so I decided that I wanted to do more of that research. And then mm-hmm. um, one day I was, uh, as I was doing some of this research, I found this list of abandoned children, abandoned black children who were enslaved, and that kind of started me. And so... As a result of of, of this new um, uh, direction of my research, um, I started to do more research into the history of New Jersey slavery. Um, mm. and, you know, as when I was growing up, you know, we barely learned about slavery. Uh, right. But right. To, to, mm-hmm. to know that New Jersey was right. one of the last places to end slavery. And it and yep. it uh, you know they, they it was a big slaveholding um, you know in terms of numbers you know we're talking the high is about thirteen thousand um, it right. started really in sixteen twenty four when the Dutch brought in um, enslaved people and and over time it went to almost thirteen thousand the number but if you add them up since sixteen twenty four all the way up until uh, 1865, you know, we're talking about thousands and thousands of people who were enslaved in New Jersey. Um, slavery was concentrated in Bergen County, Essex, Hunterton, mm-hmm. uh, Middlesex, Monmouth, and Summit counties. So Perth Amboy and Camden yes. were major mm-hmm. ports of entry. Um, and um, the again, slavery land. didn't That's, end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't end until 1865 with the passage of the 13th Amendment. So it's just pretty surprising. Many people don't know that. Um, and when I right. give my talks, I'm, I'm always uh, – I, I was shocked, but then now I'm not anymore. So, um, right. But I do want to say New Jersey did have in 1804. In 1804, they did try to pass – or they did pass um, a Gradual Abolition Act. And um, that's where the abandoned children came from. Uh, so – and, and 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 so again, that that kind of started me on this path of trying to learn as much as I can about New Jersey slavery. Right. You know what? I, you know, I went to school here, and nobody, and and being taught the little bit that I was taught about slavery, nobody ever talked about New Jersey. And I remember uh, Frank Godlewski, who's a friend, um, you know, to our local Ox chapter, and just a great yeah. great New Jersey historian. And he started mm-hmm. talking about the Meadowlands and, and, and giving the history, and I'm like, what? And then when you did your presentation, yep. I just couldn't believe it. I mean, you would just never, the way um, the narrative is presented, it's always, the focus is mainly always on the South. And right. it, you, you learn something right. new every day. And this was several years ago that I learned it, but I appreciate the work that you're doing 
um, to bring that history to light, that New Jersey was not this place like, oh, get to New Jersey, you're going to be fine. It was already, I mean, it was here, it had to do with land, yeah. and it was about money. And it was just, it's, it's sad when you read it. It really yeah. mm-hmm. is. And a lot of people don't yeah. want to talk about it. They just don't. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and thank you also for between, naming those, yeah. uh, the oh. counties and the towns so that people oh, yeah. can, yes. you know, connect and relate to the information. It, it doesn't sound so foreign. Oh, yeah. And and I I do want to mention, too, that uh, slavery was in all 13 colonies, all of them. So mm-hmm. we, we just can't forget about this, this fact. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Oh. And, 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 and the role that enslaved people played, you know, that, like a lot of people may not realize that enslaved people fought sides of the revolution. So and, mm-hmm. and New Jersey right. has a very famous um, uh, person who was once enslaved. His name was Colonel Tide. And uh, he actually fought for the British, and 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 um, they were afraid. You know, the you know our our revolutionary soldiers uh, were afraid to, to come through New Jersey because they knew they had to deal with Colonel Tide. So, yeah, a lot <laughs> of history here. Mm-hmm. Wow, Evelyn, you were already conducting research on slavery in New Jersey, at what point did you become a part of the task force at Rider University to remove Van Cleve's name from the alumni house? Uh, yeah, you know, you know, when I, I, I became, it, it, I guess it happened back in uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, we started it. We, you know, I got a phone call, not a phone call, not anymore. Nobody calls you anymore. I got an email from the president <laughs> of the university uh, asking me to be on this, uh, to co-chair uh, this this task force. And, you know, and, and, and the way, why would he call me, right, a, an accounting professor? Well, it turns out that I have been pretty um, upfront um, and, and vocal about my um, my work with sons and daughters, and um, and so every a lot of people on the campus know know that I'm very passionate about making sure that we never forget about um, enslaved people that uh, were you know many millions of enslaved people in this country and the horrible um, institution of American chattel slavery. Uh, I I make it my mission to make to make sure we never ever ever forget about that history, and so mm-hmm. um, it so it's kind of well known on campus, and I um, got got that phone call or the email, and um, and we formed the task force. My uh, co-chair and I uh, formed this the task force, and it, it's just um, it's just really funny how things work out, right? So. You know, someone told me 10 years ago that I would be on a task force on a history of slavery, talking about New Jersey slavery. Um, uh, you know, I, I would have, you know, I probably would have said, no, that I, you're talking about somebody else. But it's just funny how, uh, the, you know, if you just keep working on your passion, everything comes mm-hmm. together. And, and that's what happened here. I was really, I'm mm-hmm. very uh, blessed to have been on that, on the task force. And, you know, oh, I think awesome. also that there is a, a call and a pull. Um, you know, like uh, the last episode that we did, we talked about the whole, you know, our ancestors and uh, wanting their stories to be told. And so sometimes I think that it's not just our ancestors, that if we're in a place, 
you know, you being a writer and to represent the people that were enslaved on that plantation, I think it's orchestrated spiritually. I really do. And I think that, you know, you said, okay, well, if someone had asked me a few years ago, would I be doing this? I probably would have been like, I don't think so. But there is a, like a call and a pull that draws us or circumstances or situations or, you know, this task force, it's the information is presented and who do they come to? That one person that was chosen and called to do this work. So, you know, whether Mm -hmm. we want to acknowledge it, you know, that way or address it that way, I think that you were put there, like you're working there and all. I think you're the one that a long time ago was like, no, their story needs to be told and Dr. Evelyn McDowell is going to be the one to tell it. Yes. Yes. And it's such an honor to, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. And so the task force had staff, students, alumni, um, historians, additional faculty, and this was your first task force. What was your experience like? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a big, big deep sigh uh-huh. on that one. Ah, uh, <laughs> it was. You know, I'm I'm going to try to think of some words to explain it. Um, you know, it's it 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 was exhausting. One, I can say that off the off the top, it was very exhausting because, you know, I've I've been doing this a long time now, talking about enslaved people and what they went through in the United mm-hmm. States, and a lot of times you get these you get people to just roll their eyes, like, right, you know. Um, and so I'm constantly having to, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I'm constantly having to tell people about, um, you know, these people were human beings, right? And right. and I find that there is such a lack of empathy um, mm-hmm. when you talk about enslaved people. It is it is amazing that um, that it seems like people just don't think of them as breathing human beings. But, you know, 1865 was not that long ago. I know right. people right now who have seen people who were enslaved. So there are people on this planet who've seen people who were enslaved. This just happened. And and these people, right. what they went through, are just like you and I, you know. I mean, can mm-hmm. you imagine losing your baby that somebody would – would steal your take your baby and and give right, it to someone right. else and sell it to someone else. I mean, I would die if that happened to me. But right. this happened to, yeah, these, to these people every day. People were raped and murdered, and I, I mean, this is this yep. happened yesterday. But um, it was exhausting to constantly tell people and remind people that they, they you know, don't roll your eyes. This this really right. happened, and and you know. Um, to to regular people, and it, it was shocking to know that so many people don't know the history of, of slavery. Um, you know, some people will get offended um, when you talk about, you know, what, how you feel, like like you don't have any right to feel this way about your ancestors. I mean, my right. great grandmother was enslaved, so um, yep. you know, I it, it was. It, but you know what? The the other thing I want to say it was exhilarating though, um, to know mm. that here I am. I'm sitting at the table. Someone who is descendant of I've counted at least thirty five people in my line. 
and, and wow. I'm here. I can sit at the table, and, and I can talk about them, and I can represent them. And, and, right. and when people are ready to roll their eyes, I can say, well, wait a minute. You know, um, these were real people. They, they were my ancestors. I mean, not those particular ones on, on this particular plantation. Um, but, you know, we're talking about people um, who went through the same things as my ancestors went through. So it, it was, right. and, it, I, and I, felt, I felt really blessed to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would think that you yeah. felt empowered as well. Yeah. You know, knowing yes. that you're teaching people, they don't they don't fully understand, and your role and position is, you know what? I'm here to help you understand. I'm here to help you understand. I'm here to right. teach you what you don't know, and to help you understand that it's not it wasn't that long ago. It's not that far back. Right. You know, right. my grandmother exactly. died at 97, and her grandmother was enslaved. I have a slave narrative for her. So just as you said, it's not. It's not as far removed as we think time-wise, right. and their voices are important. And I think given those opportunities to share, we have an obligation. And I'm just going to keep saying this because it was so um, insightful. Um, it impacted me deeply when Kathy Lynn Marshall said, you know, to do this work and to do the research on our families or if we're in a position to speak for those that didn't have a chance, a voice, it's not a goal. You know, but it's a mandate uh-huh. to do the research, to document, and to share. I'm going to keep saying it. We're supposed to research, document, and share. It does not belong, oh, this is mine. No, we we do this work, and then we speak for them. And, Evelyn, you know, I, yeah. I stole this from you, and I always say it. So I shouldn't use the word um, stole. I should say borrow. But when you say the work that we do, this work, <laughs> is spiritual. I have run that in the ground and I will continue to because we're called to do it. So you I again yeah. I emphasize you. you were called to be there, to not be afraid, to not back down and not to wear shame. A lot of our own people don't want to talk about slavery because it's like, oh shame. It's not our shame. It's not ours. We no. are not supposed to wear a coat or uh feel shame or feel bad about it. We did not choose yeah. that. We didn't choose okay. it. So, that's right. Absolutely, and I do want—I do want to just quickly say though, on um, the the people on the task force, and I know we'll get to that. Um, they were—they were pretty amazing. I, I did um, have some great people that I worked with, um, but you know, I—but I—I feel that if you're not a descendant from enslaved people and you grow up in this country, it is really hard for you to have um, to to really understand. Right. Uh, and have the empathy of the empathy that I have um, about my ancestors. You know, you, 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 just, you just expect other people to have it, but I guess the right. exhausting part is that, that most people um, don't have it. So, right. right, but I'll help you true. have it. And, 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 I'll help you get some empathy. Yeah, yeah I'll help you. I hope you understand it. You know, I worked with someone and she just didn't get it. And she said to me, well, you know, the Civil War was not about slavery. And I was basically like, you know, and this is, I forget professionalism at this point. I was like, let me holler at you for a minute. And by the time we were done, and by the time she watched a few documentaries on Reconstruction, and I told her to go check out a few things, she actually came back and apologized and said, thank you, I had wow. no idea. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. So, so we, yeah. we, we can help them have a little empathy and understand because it's not going to ever happen mm-hmm. again. So we, we have that yeah. responsibility too. Like, let me teach you. Let's have a real 
teachable, moving, impacting moment here, okay? Because you can't say that yep. again yeah. or to anyone else. Don't ever but say it, that. It's, it's exhausting, though, don't, don't you think? It Janet, is exhausting, it's just, yeah. It's exhausting, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, but when we get tired, yeah. I think one ancestor rises up and says, okay, now go and speak. You've got the energy to do it. And I feel like God empowers us to be able to speak the truth and to correct the narrative and that, oh, it's not a just get over it or, oh, that was so long ago. And it's not even that we're trying to take anybody back there. We just want you to understand that it was real, it happened, and we're not going to gloss over it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes I, I I try to tell people, you know how exciting you 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 know it is to when you find out if you do genealogy work and you find out, wow, you know, my ancestor, uh, you know, went and and did some famous thing, and they were, mm-hmm. you know, president of some great society or whatever, and they did some wonderful things, and you know, it, it, you you get excited and and you feel that. But in, for right. us, when when we feel when we find out that our ancestors were enslaved, that feeling of of you know of of the anger, the um, uh, the you know, it's I, I don't, it's hard to even explain it. I mean, it it just rushes yeah. to you. The range and, of emotions, a range. To, yes, it's a, a range, range of, emotions. of emotions. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and you know, but at the end of the day. My emotion is love because um, they lived and, uh, and, and what they went through, they endured it. And if they hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here today. So, it's um, a lot of resilience. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So yeah, you're right. It's just a lot of different feelings uh, that happen. But, but I, I, I think the important thing that I try to get to other people is that when you find out these, you know, how you feel when you find out these great things, um, that maybe your ancestor did, um, you also feel this sense of um, injustice. Um, yes, and, right. and that's another word that I just keep keeps going on in my head about justice. Um, and and mm-hmm. that is something that our country has not given us. And Mm-mm. being Mm-mm. on this task force, I was able to experience a little bit of justice, and it feels good. I like that. I like that. That's that's great. Were there people on the committee that did not think a name change was necessary? You know what? That's why I said my on this committee, this art committee, uh, was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did not. All of us w- were unanimous in feeling that the name had to change. Um, so. Okay. We didn't. I didn't have any pushback at all. And even when the board, because we took this to the board um, uh-huh. and the board of trustees uh, for writer, they were unanimous. It, it was, you nice. know, it's, it feels great to know that, um, you know, that you've been around people that were so supportive of something that really needed to happen. So I, I, I was blessed. I'm, I'm very blessed to be around these individuals. Yep. That's great. Uh, and so can you share, too, like what you learned from leading the, the task force and what the takeaways and lessons were? Okay, what I learned. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You know, <laughs> it, this might sound corny, but I honestly believe that, um, you know, 
that the United States could be the greatest redemption story ever told in, to mankind, in my opinion. Mm. You know, we we have gotten, we have gone to the to the bottom as far as I'm concerned. I mean, slavery is at the bottom of, of if it's not at the lowest, it's down there. The way mm-hmm. they did um, these people, they brought over here from um, from Africa and and their descendants for 245 years. If you start from 1619 in the colonial period when the United States was formed and, and to 1865. That's 245 years of depravity. Yep. And mm. if we can get to a point where we can totally come uh, to terms about this history and, and, and not try to, for, um, you know, don't, no pun intended, whitewash our history. Mm-hmm. And if we, if we don't do that, and and we just look at it. Look at the depth of of, of depravity that we went to, and and how we've come out of it, and give and and we've given justice, uh, economic justice, and um, just justice in, in period to um, right. all the things that this that our country has done, and and um, and you know get to the point where there's forgiveness. There is truth and reconciliation. This will be an awesome redemption story, and we're we're not there yet by any stretch of the imagination, but we're on our way. And and going through um, uh, having task force like this is is definitely on a stepping stone on our way to this place where we can be redeemed as a country. And even now, in my opinion, I know this might be a little big for some people, but I feel that this is a national security, um, uh, you know, a priority right now because this is a way that other countries can come in and divide us by, right. um, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, since this, this history is not resolved. Um, and, and Very people true. And are using it to today, people are using it today to, um, uh, to win elections, you know, yep. by making up things like, like critical race theory to make like it doesn't mean what they're saying it means. Most of the people who are against it have no idea what it is. We don't even teach right. it in in, in, uh, in school. However, it's a wedge issue that people can use to get power. But if we right. resolve this history, we resolve it. It can never be used for um, to divide us. And 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 um, and again. It can make this country um, finally mm. live up to the dreams um, that all of us, all of our founding um, uh, families, dreamed about, and uh, it could get there. So we are. I'm hoping that this history, and you know, that that people are are going to get on these time uh, task force, and and people are going to, uh, uh, you know, to to find all this history, and they're going to tell it. They're going to come on on your show and tell it. Um, and, and that's, that's right. the major, uh, you know, kind of things that I, I kind of walked away with after being on this task force. Mm. It's huge. It's huge. That is, that's deep. That's, that's why it's called speak on it. Speak on it. Mm. <laughs> speak on and it. She is speaking. She is speaking. <laughs> Evelyn has something to say. 
Um, Evelyn, <laughs> please share inspiration for our listeners when it comes to challenging and correcting historical narratives, even when most people don't know the history of a place or an event or people. Um, and then just also extend an invitation to become a member of Sons and Daughters of the United States Middle Passage. Well, I have to tell you, you know, the, what do they say? Know, know thyself. Um, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I honestly believe that genealogy um, and knowing who you are is probably one of the most important things a person can do. And, yes. uh, you know, even after I got a PhD, uh, you know, and, yep. you know, and I'm, I'm up in age, finding out who, uh, who my ancestors were um, has, has been amazing. Uh, it's, I know who I am. Yes, I you know yeah. I am also descended from um, a, a European who fought for the American Revolution, and I am descended from um, you know those individuals who were enslaved in this mm-hmm. country. And you know when people talk about canceling history, you know you can't cancel. I can't cancel myself. I don't right. want to cancel American history because I want it to be a redemption story. We can never cancel our history because we cancel ourselves, and, mm. and so we must know who we are. And 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 so that's what I want to tell people. Uh, and I know your listeners all love history and genealogy. Please keep doing it. Please keep sharing yeah. your stories. We need them. The more we know, the more it, it, it's it's um uh, the, the the faster we can get to. Uh, this this place of justice, okay? When you yeah. when you when you are trying to get justice, uh, you have to know uh, the facts. And you all and the audience out there are all giving us the facts. So please keep doing it. Awesome. There you go. Oh, and, that's the mandate. And, and keep doing it. <laughs> keep doing it by becoming a member of Sons and Daughters. I can't leave that yeah. out. Yeah. So, <laughs> And, and um, you know, because we provide a place for you to tell yes. your stories. This is what Sons yes. and Daughters is all about. And, and when we uh, started it um, in 2016, actually it started 2013, but we started accepting members in 2016, um, I had no idea that by being involved with that organization that I could sit on a task force and be able to um, to be a voice for these uh, the people who have who have died hundreds of years ago, and and now I'm able to speak um, and and tell yeah. their story. It is an amazing right. feeling, and I and I know um, many of you can have either done it already or will do it. So, and I thank you for yes, all your proud work member that over here. Honored, I'm proud <laughs> to be a member, and I have the utmost respect yes. for what you're doing. Yes. And we're so and we're so proud to have you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you coming. So much, I promise. Sarah. I'm. I'll, I'm. I'm coming. All right. That's all right. right. <laughs> I know you are. All right, Sarah. Connor. A lot of other people <laughs> are coming as well. Yes. <laughs> so, Dr. Evelyn, and congratulations Dowell, you on your award from us too, Sharon. Oh, yeah. And um, Janet, you're a past you. award winner too. So. Yes. Here before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It sits on my uh, on my desk. I love I love having it there. It's, and it's a great motivator too, and it keeps me inspired. So, um, Dr. Joe, thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you for joining us, um, and thank you for sharing with our listeners. Uh, To our listeners, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to sharing with you during our next segment of Speak On It. And for additional information regarding Dr. Evelyn McDowell, please visit the website for Sons and Daughters of the U.S. Middle Passage at sdusmp.org. Speak On It is a podcast and is immediately available to listen to at your leisure. Speak On It is sponsored by Bernice Bennett of Research at the National Archives and Beyond, Block Talk Radio. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.